0: I'm not really an Instagram person I I hated taking pictures and I didn't really like Instagram which was why I deleted all of my pictures and I deleted the app out of my phone for a minute because I just... I was kind of over it. I just needed this detox from social media because I kind of felt I was getting too invested in other people's lives. And, you know, I could talk about that in a whole nother um, conversation. Anyway, as I revamp my Instagram, I like to pull quotes from some of the most inspirational people that I have come across. So people like Angela Davis, people like Tupac, people like Kendrick, people like Stokely Carmichael, you know, just very inspirational black people. I just like to grab quotes from them to put them under my post. And so I was just thinking about some of the, the black scholars and just creative black people that I have grown to really grow an attachment to over the years. And I started thinking about my favorite childhood writer favorite childhood author, and my favorite author was Mildred D. Taylor, and most younger people don't really know who Mildred D. Taylor is, but when I say that to, like, older people, they're kind of, like, fascinated with it, especially because of how young I was when I discovered her writing, and I kind of just wanted to explain to y'all, you know, how important she is and how important her books were to me, and I guess this is kind of like a story time, a quick story time. Okay, so I was in third grade at Charles H. Bruce, and this elementary school specifically, it's like the most prominent one in my memory, um, probably because I experienced a lot at this school. So I figured that it was during this time that I went to Bruce that I really was into writing, and I was really into reading. I was not one of those kids who was running with the other kids, playing, talking, laughing. I normally either had my nose in a book or a pen in my hand writing something. You know, I've always been very, like, introverted. I've always been far from the social butterfly, you know. Um, I did have friends and I did have people that I talked to, but it it, just—it honestly felt like just reaching out to people— just um it didn't come natural to me so the way that the library was set up was that we'd go to the library a few days a week and the library would be sectioned off for each grade level so you know like the second graders had their own section and so on and so forth i don't know if it's because of the the time period the years that were the best, but my elementary school teachers, I will, I think that they were, like, probably some of my best teachers. Most of my worst teachers were high school and middle school, but elementary school, the teachers were so caring, and I i never, thinking back on it, like, not even now, I wasn't thinking about that at the moment, because I was a little kid, but now I'm thinking about the small things that my elementary school teachers did. They kind of, helped mold me into the person that I am today. So I see how, like, people who get older and do great things, how they think they their teachers and things like that, because teachers could really make a difference in your life. So my teacher had noticed that, you know, I was a good writer and I was an avid reader. And so, you know, when we went to the library, instead of um, getting third grade library books, I would get fifth grade library books. And I remember this so vividly because I remember all of them kids used to be running around, yelling, throwing books at each other. And I would be over off into my own aisle, just sat on the floor, just looking through books, looking at covers that um, caught my eye and things like that. And I remember... Thinking that, you know, I wanted to find something Um, when it came to picking out books. It was more of the covers that kind of caught my eye. And um, I seen this book and it had like a um, it had a cover that was interesting. It kind of it looked like progressive art because it was just like a black family sitting on a stoop or a porch. So I thought it was interesting. So I read the inside, you know, to kind of get an idea of what the book was about. And then I realized that it was a sequel. So I looked down and I see that it's almost like a whole series. There's um, Song of the Trees. There's Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. And then there's um, Let the Circle Be Unbroken. And they're all by this woman named Mildred D. Taylor. And I wanted to take all three books but my teacher told me that I could only take one and I'm not very sure why but I ended up taking the second book thankfully when I read the book you didn't need to read the first book to understand because there even though it's the same the it's the same family the Logan family it's like a saga so it's the whole family consistently through all the books but they're different stories so you don't have to Read them all in order, you know what I'm saying? Cause I did go back and read the first one, and everything like that. But just so you know, I read it out of order, and so I read it, and it was about this family. It was a historical fiction series, and it was about a family, um, just basically living and surviving and experiencing racism and the Great Depression and the Jim Crow era, and My mom was, my mom's very traditional, like she's a traditional parent. You know, I don't know much about my dad's background, but my mom grew up in the church. My mom's ideals are very traditional, and my mom is very protective of us. And she's very um, cautious about what it is that we see in the world. During that time, third grade, and, you know, around that age, We had kind of like, we had kind of hit hard times, which I figure is why I was good at reading and writing. My only thing to do was to work. Like we were, me and my brothers were doing workbooks and we were working for fun. You know, with that, uh, I kind of felt like that was my first piece of history. You know, it was my first piece, even though it was a fictional story, the stories were still... It was almost as if, like, it was stories accumulated from other people all to make one big story, which was why it was fiction. But, you know, it was based off of true stories. So I just felt just a multitude of emotions. And I think that that's why that book in particular, because I read the other books and they were just as good. But this story in particular, it stuck with me and it made her name just... It kind of like etched her name in the back of my mind forever because I just remember the feelings that I felt reading about that. It was like anger, sadness, and I was just taken aback because, you know, I wasn't, we didn't too much know about, and I knew about slavery, but I didn't too much know about what happened after because most of the time when we talked about slavery, you know, whether it was, you know, from older relatives and things like that, I never really understood what life was like as a African-American or just as a black person in America after being, quote unquote, free. Like it just I never even thought about it. And I was just kind of confused because, you know, I just couldn't understand. I was frustrated because I couldn't understand how the world could let something like that happen and how the world could let people be treated like the Logan family was treated there was a little girl in the family and her name was Cassie. It was the first time that I felt a true connection to a fictional character, you know? It's probably because I think that a person, if you you have read the series, I feel like a little girl like Cassie, she lives in the heart and the soul of a lot of other black girls. Like I think about my friends like Taylor and people like us who, you know, grew up with such imaginative and cultivating minds just being so strong-willed and mature and i just feel like her spirit just resonated with me and it kind of touched me a lot so i remember just writing about her and about my feelings about the book and everything and you know i kind of like got used to not being able to go to my mom about certain things because my mom was definitely the type of person where you know, you're a kid, so you don't have to worry about things like that. But I wanted to, I wanted to worry about things like that because I was concerned for, you know, not only myself in the present tense and the things that I would in the, in the future have to face, but I was very much considerate about, you know, what my ancestors had to face. And I I just felt like it was at that time where I just started truly, like, thinking about things and thinking about reality. And it was also during that time where, you know, life was getting kind of hectic, you know. Like, things were happening that I didn't truly understand. And people were doing things that I truly didn't understand why they were doing it. So, I don't know, I guess the reason why that book was just so monumentous in my life was because it was kind of the start of me being able to shape what reality truly is and how harsh it can be so i always remember that book and that's all that i wanted to talk about i just want to take the time out to personally thank you for taking a minute out of your day to listen to what i had to say I hope that you really enjoyed and got something from today's conversation. If you need to contact me for any reason, I have a designated email for this podcast, melanatedandcultivated at gmail. Or if you want to contact me personally, I have an Instagram, potency. Until next time.